0: Are you frustrated with your government contracting journey? Do you feel like there's just something missing in your business, but you just can't put your finger on it? Are you finding enough opportunities? Are you struggling to win the few opportunities you do find? Do you have a plan of attack or a strategy for this market? Would you like somebody to review your current approach? Maybe it's time to consider getting a coach. Our team of coaches have helped our clients win over $13.6 billion in government contracts. We've figured out how to help companies just like you accelerate in this market. If you want to find out if coaching is for you, go to federal-access.com forward slash coaching today and fill out a coaching application. I will personally respond to your application and schedule a time for us to talk about your business. There's no cost for the session. There's no obligation. There's no hard sell or anything like that. What I will guarantee you is I will review your top challenges and give you detailed advice. And if coaching makes sense for you, I'll walk through your options. Visit federal-access.com forward slash govconcoaching today. Coaching today to get started. Now, let's get into this episode. Welcome to Game Changers for Government Contractors. Game Changers is dedicated to helping you position for and win more government contracts. And now, your hosts, Josh and Mike. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Game Changers for Government Contractors. Michael Lejeune here, and I'll be your host today. I'm going to be talking about how to find and how to prep for government conferences. One of the first things that everybody asks me is, Mike, what conferences should I be attending? I have a short list of conferences, and I'll share that for you towards the end of the podcast here. But one of the things that I always say is you should ask your network. You should ask your partners. You should ask potential partners. You you should have contracting officers, small business reps, you should put something out on LinkedIn. The thing is, when you're out there talking to people, your number one job a lot of times is not just meeting people; it's gathering intelligence. You'll hear us talk about that all the time. If I'm talking to any one of those people that I just mentioned—partners, CEOs, whoever it is—I'll ask them a question like, "Hey, what events do you attend? Which ones do you attend? Because I want to know where they're going. Because they may say some off-the-wall conference that you would have never heard about any other way." that's how you learned about it. Where are they going to be? You want to be in those places. So that's where we start. If you don't have a long list from that, one of the easiest things you can do is just Google it and just Google government conference and then put in your industry or client. So like say government conference, construction, government conference, cybersecurity, government conference, DOE, HHS, FEMA, army, whatever it may be. I was just playing around with this earlier today and I said, what about government conference Redstone. And guess what? The Redstone Arsenal Small Business Expo. That's usually in October. Or, or Yeah, it's usually in October. That popped up. If you Google government conference with something as simple as a base location, a client, any of those kind of things, you will usually get a handful of links. So this doesn't have to be hard, but a lot of people don't know where to start. Those are the two places that I start. Ask the people in your network, especially your contracting officers and small business reps and your partners and potential partners. Ask those people and and Google it. If you do that, you'll come up with a list probably bigger than you'd ever want to attend, but you'll come up with a really nice list. And then once you have your list, I highly recommend you do your homework, go on their website, because one of the things that you're going to find is number one, in order to even go to a lot of these conferences, sometimes you have to join and become a member. That may be 50 bucks a year, maybe 150 bucks a year, whatever it may be. And so there's some fees you got to think about. So that's one of the things you need to think about. You know, what's the budget that I have to put together? Where are the their conference is going to be? Do I have to travel? Do I have a travel budget? All those kind of things. You need to think about those kind of things. But while you're on the website, you can also poke around and figure out, well, who else are, are members here? Who else are members, whether it's again, partners or their companies, different things like that. Who's going to be attending to this thing? Because you want to know, are some of your potential partners going to be there? Are your clients going to be there? That's the number one thing. And A lot of times on their website, they will have some sort of agenda on there, or you can go to a, past conference, if they don't have the current agenda for the current year you're looking at, I can't stress how important it is to do your homework on their website. There's a lot of things you can learn on there from who's going to be attending to, you know, which are your potential partners, your clients, all those kind of things, to what kind of fees are associated with going to the conference. Maybe you have to join and become a member. So there's those kind of fees. Depending on where the conference is, you have travel costs and things like that, that you've got a budget for. And all that may determine which conferences you go to and which ones you don't. One of the most important things for you to do is actually look at the agenda for the conference. Now, if it is early in the year, and let's say it's February, March, and you are looking at a conference that's in October, guess what? You're likely not going to find the agenda for that conference on there. You might, but you might not. But guess what you can do? You can do a quick search and look at last year's conference, and you will likely find the agenda for that. Because a lot of times, those old conference pages are still up. And you can go look at that conference agenda and see what kind of Sessions did they have and all that kind of stuff because part of what you're going for is education. So, what kind of sessions, who spoke, that'll give you an idea if clients are speaking, which is the government, partners are speaking, all those kind of things, or if it's a lot of individuals like myself that are speaking, companies, you'll get a good idea from looking at past agendas if their current one isn't up there. Now, before you get too deep in your budget thought here, one of the things I always recommend, especially if you're new to conferences, is don't set up a booth the first time you go, don't fall into that trap. Actually, go to three or four conferences before you decide to set up a booth just go as an attendee at first and learn from everything you see at the booths and then you can decide next year next round if you want to set up a booth there's a lot of stuff that goes into that there's a lot of cost so much complexity you can go from a simple table all the way up to a booth that you can you know has couches and love seats and all kind of crazy stuff so before you do that i highly want to encourage you to just go and attend and see what you like see what you don't like. Next step on here is I want you to reach out to people that are on the committee board or staff for an event that you want to go to. A lot of times it's an event or program director and just say, hey, I'm considering this event. Here's some of my thoughts. Can you point me in the right direction? If nothing else, you're just wanting to touch base with that person and get to know them a little bit because that person is all is usually going to be your point person at the conferences. And so you want to befriend this person and get to know them as soon as you possibly can And you'll want to ask them questions like, hey, I am coming to this event, so can you connect me with two or three people? If you or me, you sell cybersecurity and you primarily sell to this organization and that organization, are there some people that are attending that you know I should talk to? What a simple question that can have you sitting down and talking to potential clients. Befriend that person that is the event or program director, ask them some questions, and get that relationship going. Another thing is once you decide that, hey, I'm going to this conference, register as early as possible all of these conferences do the early bird special and so you can save hundreds of dollars by registering as early as possible on this now let's talk a little bit about goals for the conference your number one goal is to meet people it's not to sign contracts the odds of you signing a contract through a conference are really really small but the odds of you meeting the right people that can get you to that contract are really really high you're looking to meet with potential clients and teaming partners if you haven't caught on here I'm beating that drum Over and over and over again. Potential clients, potential teaming partners. Those are the two groups of people you're wanting to meet a lot of. And then anybody else that you can network with, because sometimes you may not work with people, but they know people and they can introduce you to other folks. Again, potential clients and potential teaming partners. Those are people that they can introduce you to. So you really want to network as much as possible. The number two goal is to educate yourself. You want to get better as a government contractor. You want to learn more about the specific process that the army may have at this one command and their general is speaking. And so you want to go and listen to him or maybe somebody from their procurement office is speaking. You want to go and listen to them and hear what their thoughts are and get to know them. Give them your card at the end of the day or at the end of their session, whatever it may be, and just thank them. Put a name with a face. So you want to get better at what you're doing while you're also networking. One of the other tips that I say all the time is you want to map out your days before you go. If you're going for three or four days, map those out. Try to plan three or four short meetings. As it Gets closer to the event. A lot of times they have like these networking things in their portals where you can see the other people that are attending and you can shoot them a quick message or an email or a LinkedIn message or something and say, Hey, I'm going to be at the conference. Tuesday looks like there's a gap between one and two o'clock. Could we maybe talk for 15 minutes? I'd just like to shake your hand, put a face with a name. That's really it. And so you're just looking for three or four short meetings through the course of the time you're there, maybe six meetings. And those are things that you're pre planning other than the pre-planned meetings, you're really trying to leave a lot of your schedule open so you can meet people and then you can do things in the evening. There's a lot of opportunities to socialize in the evening, whether it's formal dinners, there's balls, there's all kinds of different things that they have. And then there's groups of people that maybe you're sitting down at lunch one day and everybody says, hey, I heard there's this really great restaurant. It's two blocks away. We can all walk over there together. Does everybody here at the table want to go? And you'll say, sure, that sounds like a great thing to do. And so you'll have dinner with that group of people. There's a lot of that stuff that goes on so you really want to try and maximize that which kind of leads me to something you should do before you go and that's get a lot of rest because usually at conferences it's really really long days a lot of times you're up between 6 and 7 a.m if not before because you want to check email get prepped get dressed do all those kind of things you want to be at the conference early sometimes there's a breakfast at the conference and you want to meet people at the breakfast then the sessions start and it is 100 miles an hour all the way till five o'clock then a lot of times there's the after hours things they have then there's the opportunities for these dinners so you may be uh, on any given day out of your hotel room anywhere from 12 to 15 hours it could literally be that much so you want to get a lot of rest you want to bring the most comfortable walking shoes you can i have been to some of these conferences where there's literally five to seven miles a day of walking walking down the stairs from your hotel room to walking to all the sessions that are all spread out that was a conference i think that one was maybe in georgia and it was man it was this massive place and I was like, man, I'm so exhausted every day by lunch. So you want to get a lot of rest, bring the right shoes, bring the right clothes, and just be ready to walk. There's a whole lot of that going on. So get in shape before you go. That's that's a big deal. Get your walking in on the treadmill before you go. I can't overemphasize how important it is every single night when you get back to the hotel to do some follow-ups. If you don't have time, then do it as soon as you get back. But I recommend as you go and in the evenings, do some follow-ups. Hey, Bob, it was nice to meet you. Hey, Susan, it was nice to meet you. We talked about these three things today. I'd love to follow up with you when we get back. Maybe drop a link to your calendar in there. Hey, you can grab a spot on my calendar now and you just drop that in the email and then you can follow up when you get back. But I usually follow up throughout the day, but some people like to do it all at once. Whatever works for you, just follow up quickly because people are going to meet anywhere from 50 to 100 to maybe even 200 people at these conferences. You don't want to get lost in that mix. I think my record is some around 220 business cards from a conference. That's a lot of business cards. You don't want to get lost in that. Do your follow-ups every single day, if possible. Do them at lunch, in between, on breaks, whatever it is. Also, not just email follow-ups. Connect with those people on LinkedIn. That is critical. You want to touch base there so that you are connected. Then when you get back from the conference, touch base with everybody again. Give them two or three days to kind of settle back in and then touch base with everybody that's really important to you. Touch base with those people and make sure you're moving that ball forward. Now, I promised you a list of a handful of conferences here. So I want to talk about the the top two on my list are SAMI SBC. So this is the SAME organization and is their small business conference. This is primarily for engineering and construction firms. However, their small business conference has everybody under the sun at it. It's literally one of the top conferences I could ever recommend to you. I love going to this thing. I always meet a lot of people. It's just done wonders for our business. We really like that one. And this year, I think it uh, in 2022, I don't know when you'll be listening to this, but in 2022, I believe they're gonna be in Nashville in November. The next conference is the NVSBC Vets Conference in Orlando. It's usually in Orlando, it's usually in the May timeframe. This one is primarily for veterans, but anybody can attend this thing. But again, look on these websites and figure out do you have to be a member or any of those kind of things. Yeah, the Vets Conference is a great conference. Then there's also conferences like the NCMA World Congress, it's usually in the summer. Uh, this particular year, it's in Chicago. You got the Navy Gold Coast. It's usually in the fall, like September. National Hub Zone, late August, September. You got National 8A. It's usually early in the year, late January, early February. Then you've got the Government Procurement Conference. Those are some of the big ones there. So that's what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven? Eight. Yeah, yeah, that's a handful. That'll get you started. Also, look at regional conferences that are also there. So, like the SAME organization has regional offices all over the place and they have regional conferences and get-togethers. I think some of them even do it monthly. So depending on the organization you're looking at, once you join, there's regional events in between the national conferences. That's one of the benefits of being part of a big organization like SAME because they have so many other events going on outside of that one-time-a-year event. Those are a handful. If you got any questions about these or any other conferences, let me know. If there's a great conference that I miss, please let me know and I will make sure I put that out. I have an ongoing list that. I keep for clients and I'll make sure I put that out uh, periodically on LinkedIn. So if I missed the conference and you're like, Mike, I don't know how you missed this one. Send me a note. I want to know about the conferences that you attend. And again, if you have any questions, you know how to reach me. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Game Changers for Government Contractors. For a full list of episodes and other resources, be sure and check us out on the web at www.rsmfederal.com slash gamechangers.